0: We present The Catholic Man Show Welcome to the Catholic Man Show We are on the Lord's team The winning side So raise your glass Adam Minahan here Sitting with David Niles In studio We have a Great show for you today. We're talking about identifying our root sin and dominant defects. The list is very long for Dave, so, so we're so we're going to condense it down as as much as we possibly can. I got a, I
1: got a lot of roots, man.
0: <laughs> uh, we have a great man gear today. We're talking about the Catholic Man Prayer Journal. Stick around because it is is an awesome journal put together by our friend Ken Henderson. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're going to love that. We have a, a beer in store for us this evening, Dave. We have a a huge
1: February coming up, Multiple, big, big like time. a lot and, of things. And February happening. is is coming. It's next weekend. Yeah, which blows my mind, dude. This is we're gonna be in Phoenix next weekend.
0: Yeah, next weekend we're gonna be in Phoenix uh, for the uh, end of the breach conference. Uh, their title is New Knighthood. I'm really pumped to be able to talk to mm-hmm. Bishop Ol- Olm- Olmstead. One of my like
1: totally. You know, yeah, he and I go way back. He's a great, he's a great bishop. I, and like I mean, like Twitter following, we go way back. Oh, you go yeah. way back. Okay, yeah. I followed, like, a, I followed him a long, a long time, time ago on okay. Twitter. Very good. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we're gonna be emceeing that event. Yeah, we'll be MCs. We're also giving a talk, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. a breakout session talk about how to start a men's group. So if you're if you're there and that's something that you're interested in. Come on by, and we'll we'll go over the finer points.
0: Yeah, there's tickets still available. Actually, this whole show is kind of based off of one of our mints groups that we had in November uh, with Ken Henderson. Yeah, pioneer. Ken
1: Henderson is sort of the theme for this evening.
0: Yes, so uh, I think he's watching. Hopefully, he's watching. He's listening to our show um, because we're gonna na- we're gonna say his name a lot. Yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, go. You can go check out. Uh, just Google Catholic men's, uh Catholic men's conference in Phoenix. Mm -hmm. I think there's a couple tickets still available. Uh, The end of February, the last week of February, we're going to the E6 men's conference. Yeah, um, in In Cincinnati. Well, outside of Cincinnati. Yeah, it's close to Cincinnati. Right. I'm really excited about that. We're going to be emceeing that event, Mm -hmm. recording the Catholic Man Show live. Um, Mark Hart's going to be there. Trent Horn's going to be there.
1: It's going to be a blast. Yeah, they also have a really good lineup. So if you're in the Ohio area... Uh, do you, t- do you know? Do they still have tickets available? They do. They still have. Cause it's a big. It's a big conference. It is a big conference. I'm, I'm they nervous. Have, they have some
0: seats. I can't believe. Tickets. Yeah, I'm nervous about it. Yeah. Uh, because I've just have no idea what you're going to say. Me neither, dude. I know it's gonna be. We'll see. Also, big in February, we are launching Patreon. Yes. So we are completely switching our our our, pay, our support platform over to Patreon. Starting to vi- or. November starting February first, right? Um, so the guys we had, we had our own platform,
1: right? It, and it kept breaking,
0: and we don't have the infrastructure. Yeah, we don't or, have guys or like doing
1: time it. during the day to keep fixing it. So, right? So, uh,
0: we did not. So, we're switching over to Patreon. Any guy who is supporting us currently, you will will be sending you an email letting you know how to how to switch right. over because it's not going to be an auto transfer over. Yeah.
1: But a lot of our current supporters they've asked, you know, how do you get another glass when you sign up? Yeah, regardless, Patreon, we will send you another glass.
0: That's right. And we're giving away a ton of a ton a lot of, of stuff a lot of only stuff. in February. Yeah. So, uh icons from Clear Creek, uh Sam Guzman's uh book, quote book, yeah. the Catholic gentleman quote book, mm-hmm. saint, uh hats, saint cards, saint cards, swag. Yeah, we are giving away a ton of stuff. So, it would be be sure to check that out. We're we'll be launching it. We'll be uh talking all about it uh, in the next Oh, I don't know couple days where'd you get this beer i got this beer yeah so it's uh, called big wheel ipa it's from black mesa black mesa is a uh brewery in oklahoma out of norman okay yeah
1: i don't really know them so if they were if you if you said oh well they're here in tulsa i was gonna be like great just another one you don't know about Yeah, like that's embarrassing right uh but no it's
0: a really good uh, just a very drinkable ipa it's called the big wheel ipa can you uh get us on the bev cam there oh yeah yeah uh And I love their their description of it. It says, "Scoot it up a little bit." Okay, yeah, I can do that. Boom.
1: It's got a big wheel.
0: Yeah, it says it's an East Coast style IPA with the right amount of hops and a multi backbone. The Big Wheel IPA was brewed to celebrate the daredevil in all of us. Yeah, especially for those who fearlessly (laughs) jump everything, uh, who jumped everything
1: we they could while not wearing a helmet on the big wheel. Yeah, that's just how they roll. Nothing says daredevil. Like, a big wheel. Yeah. So anyway, because the the kid, like the first kid on the block to get one of of each specific age, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is always the cool kid. That is a cool kid. So let's tra- let's drink. Tra- we're on the Lord's team, the winning side. So raise your glass. Cheers to Jesus. And we can get off the bev cam as well. Yeah, but I just want them. To- they could look at the can. Mm. What do you think of the IPA? I think it's delicious. You
0: do? Yeah. Well, that's a you, you want to expound on
1: that? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah, okay. sure. I okay. mean, um, it's a little heavier on the bitter side. Mm-hmm. You know, the 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 thing about IPAs is, is that they're so different. You know, like if you drink right. an amber, you kind of know what you're about to drink right? based on the fact that it's an amber. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. An IPA can be, you just, you really have no idea.
0: Well, but they're infusing it with
1: so many different things these days. They're just doing so, so, so much. Uh, and I think really it's a... It's a class of beer that needs to be subdivided. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah. Because the East Coast and the West Coast—I mean, those are different beers. And what about the No Coast? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. (laughs) But the the No Coast. Uh, but you know what I mean? No, I do. I do. They're they're just so. I mean, there used to be this, um, type of beer Mm -hmm. called an ale. Yeah. You know, they used to brew ales, Mm -hmm. and then they divided it because one ale from the next was so different that, you know, these are not the same beer. And I think that's starting to happen with IPAs. Mm-hmm. It's just my opinion. Uh,
0: we had a really good beer
1: last night. Let, let's talk for just a second about uh,
0: how fun it was. We were over, Juan was supposed to be here this evening uh, to produce. He was not doing that uh, today because he forgot. <laughs> shocker. Yeah, yeah shocker. Uh, but we had a great time last night uh, over at the Posada's house celebrating Joan's birthday, yeah. Juan's wife.
1: Game night. Uh,
0: game night. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, like, I had a I had a lot of fun, and guess what? I won, which yeah. ma- which made it even more fun. Guess yeah. what my prize was? A bottle of wine. Yeah, but guess what?
1: What kind? It was Thomas Aquinas. Aquinas. Yeah. Yeah. I follow you on Twitter, bro. Oh, good. I know. When, good. You, when you tweet stuff, <laughs> I see it.
0: <laughs> but it was awesome. It was. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I th- did too. I think that those those are the kind even of even though nights-
1: I was absolutely terrible at that game that we played. I mean, just mm-hmm. awful. You were, but it was good for your humility. Yeah. But so, also being dare, in last, dare you say it? Being in last, I also went home with a bottle of wine.
0: Yeah, because the loser got a. a bottle yeah, the of loser wine too. also
1: got a bottle of wine, so I felt fine. <laughs> but I did. If think, you're not first, you're last.
0: I do think it's it's tough. Like the reason why I brought that up is because like we were we were having a beer there too, but and it it kind of brought in the idea of the community aspect. I I just think that Catholics in general today, lack community. We, we don't do a very good job of it's cultivating. Not some, it's
1: not Catholics. It's everybody. Sure. but I mean, I mean, no, Who talks to their neighbors these days? Right.
0: Nobody. I mean, uh, we had a house for sale right down the street. Somebody was going to buy it or considered buying it, came knocked on our door and said, hey, I just wanted to ask you about the people living across the street from you, what they're like, uh, you know, because we're thinking about buying the house next to them and this is going to be our last house that we're buying. So yeah. I wanted to know what our neighbors were going to be like. And I was like, I gotta be honest with you. I don't have a lot to tell you. You know, like, I know their names. I know they when they come home from work, I wave at them. That's about it.
1: Yeah. But... Yeah, and these days, that's the way it is. You know, you can totally avoid your neighbors if you want to. Yeah. Which is sad. You, I
0: mean... Well, and that's why... Yeah, and you're that's why I think next you, to these people. And I think that's why you have to... Like, you know, even though it was, it was Joan's birthday... I think we do a decent job of getting Catholic families together and yeah. having a cookout, playing game night, doing something together.
1: Yeah, and it, that's important to have that community. It's like the holy leisure. The, the common life among among you, especially for the kids, mm-hmm. you know, so that they can see that the stuff that we work on at home, you know, like praying before meals, it's definitely reinforced when we all get together and they kind of see, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, yeah, you, you guys do this you, too? Exactly. Like I see my my boys and they're looking over at your you know, your girls and they're like,
0: "Oh yeah, we're all doing this together." Right.
1: And typically the prayer, for instance, goes much better when well, we're in a group. Sure. Yeah, cuz it's reinforced. The, the meal itself might not.
0: Yeah, cuz yeah, cuz they get distracted very easily. Yes. But as as we all do. Yeah. But I I do think it it, it is Like I I think that guys have to intentionally, they need to intentionally try to uh, host other people at their house and and have, like, even, like, for instance, the other day, we we had a deacon over from from the diocese. Mm -hmm. You know, we invited them. He's a transitional deacon. He's going to be a priest soon. But we invited him over. Had dinner,
1: you know, had dinner, had a great conversation. Um, Well, that's actually what I was going to bring up, too, is that one thing that we've lost is the art of conversation. Right it's so awkward now when you get in the elevator with another person and if you try to say something to them mm-hmm. it's almost like it, it weirds people out oh yeah you almost kind become creeper right yeah because you just tried to say hi how you doing yeah how's your day going you know, yeah you doing okay it's like yeah okay i'm doing fine as they right. like stare into their phone mm-hmm. and but some people say i don't like the small talk like like that doesn't do anything
0: but I think the small talk actually does do something for society because y- you learn a little bit about somebody, but you all, it also propels deeper conversation. Like You have to almost have that small talk to get to know that person well, yeah. to have the the more intense conversation. No, I agree.
1: But you also have to look another human being in the eyes. Which is something that I don't like. Yeah. I don't exactly. know about it. Anyway,
0: when we get back, we're going to jump into the man here. It's going to be a fun one. I'm excited about it. Ken Henderson is the author of of the Catholic Man Prayer Journal. We're on the Lord's team. The winning side. So raise your glass.
1: And welcome back to the Catholic Man Show. I'm David Niles, here with Adam Minahan. We're drinking beer. Big Wheel Beer. Big Wheel IPA. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Big -hmm. Wheel IPA. It's very good. Especially if you uh, like the hoppy, bitter
0: They have some other really good bitter
1: beers. Yeah.
0: Black Mesa does. Which
1: I like. I, I do like those. I like I like I like everything though mm-hmm. it's a curse <laughs> just a crush you have to bear yeah <laughs> every beer I find is delicious yeah so anyway uh, let me see if you if I if I hold this up to, on this way if I can do this how's that okay that's no, it's, well it's okay yeah well anyway we're talking about this book today people um, this book we asked Ken kind of to put this together but he took it the idea and ran with it. Right. And he really put together something that I think is spectacular. So here's the deal. About, what, seven years ago, maybe?
0: Seven, eight years ago uh, when we started Pines, Pipe, and Cross? Yeah. It was at least six, seven, eight years ago, somewhere around in there. We came up to Ken and we were like, Ken, we want to get together. We want to like talk about theology. We are kind of just jumping into apologetics and, and just learning more about our faith. And it was like, we need to talk to somebody else about this as well. We reached out to him, and throughout this whole process, we've learned some some things about how to to form men's groups. What's good? What's not good? Like, we've we've done a lot of bad things as far as like that was not effective. We should not do that anymore. Yeah. And so he kind of like over these years has been he's been taking notes. He's been trying to compile all this stuff. Uh, and when we in one of our episodes when we were talking about a journal, uh, you know, Kim was like, "I I journal as well." But there's things that he was wanting in his journal that he didn't have. Yeah, And so he was having to like make up his own journal. He even made a Linton journal last year that was provided only to the councilman members Mm -hmm. uh, as a gift. So he kind of took some of the the ideas that you had for a journal, some of the ideas I had for a journal, and uh, what our group had and what he wanted
1: and compiled it all into this. Yeah. So this journal is not just like a journal. Right. This is really for the guy who wants to, who's serious about growing in holiness. Yeah, um, serious about taking it, serious about his spiritual life. Yeah, because if you do this, and you don't, I mean, there's a lot of stuff in here that you do every day. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do all of it. You mm-hmm. know, you can kind of pick the stuff that you, is really uh, effective for you. Let me see if I do this. Here, you talk about it, what and what I if I hold
0: it. it up like this? Yeah, right in, my, in front of my face? Yeah. Why don't I hold
1: it, and you talk about it okay. in the BevCam? cam. Okay, well, I was just going to go through the first few pages because there's, a, there's okay. some, some interesting stuff here okay. in these first few pages. Okay. So, um, look at this. Okay, so there's your volume, you've got the start date, the end, the end date right here. Um, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God. Uh, anyway, so this is 90 days of journaling here, people. Okay, and so you can put the dates here if you want to do that. Seven Seven habits of a saint. Yeah, why don't you like,
0: yeah, describe it? Because people who can't who are not watching right
1: now, okay. So the first few pages are the seven habits of a saint, mm-hmm. um, and those are the morning offering, the mental prayer, lexio divina, daily mass, um, or spiritual communion if you can't go to daily mass, the angelus at noon, the rosary, and then the evening examine. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, he's just got every, the, all the stuff that we should be doing every day. I mean, that's a lot of stuff. And honestly, it's not hard to do all those things. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not done. Oh, sorry. I'm not done. Um, then he talks, uh, there's a, a section here about uh, praying with your wife. Which is very important. Something that you have to do every day. Right. Um, and then he, he, if you're not married, he has something about some pray prayer for your f- future vocation, um, if you're single or... So uh, really, attract. It's attractive. It, like it's for every, it's every for everybody, guy. Yeah. Um, prayer of surrender. Uh, seven daily helps for your marriage. So if you are married, um, pray daily with your ri- wife. Repent of the ways you've hurt her. Um, cherish her daily, and you know talks about it a little bit. I mean, these are just. It's just short, and these are just good reminders. These, mm-hmm. these things need to become subconscious. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you are, if you're doing spiritual direction, mm-hmm. um, here there's a thing in here about how to prepare for your spiritual director. Right. Um, and so then, anyway, it just goes into, here's notes, uh, my rule of life, and this is all about preparation for spiritual direction, okay? So then, you get to the journal part. Um, and it, it's just, in the beginning, you have uh, some checklists. Right. Hold it up so you can... I don't know if people can see this, but you got checklists and notes for you to make about each one of these things. Right. Um. Actually, a place for you to do the journaling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like this. It's like a virtue assessment for the day. Yeah. How you did in virtue. And I, uh, here, so. why don't you do a, a page maybe that like he hasn't, yeah. Well, I was going to show how it goes back and forth. Okay. Um, well, we're exposing he's good, uh, at all, he's, he's good at virtue. So, yeah, he be, is, he is good at it, virtue. It'll be okay. Yeah. Um, so you can see this. Uh, so it
0: has the virtue in the middle. It has the two extremes on either side. So if you right. if so you have
1: you, the virtue, you,
0: you keep going down. If you are to the extreme of uh, the capital sin or the opposite extreme, you have to go that way. So it you just it's it's a good recollection of how am I doing with each virtue yeah. each day. Right, and so
1: then you just write, write. It has your prayer intentions for your wife, for your children, for yourself. Yeah, you write down, and then at the end... Um, you write down what are you going to do tomorrow, mm-hmm. and then you start over,
0: yeah. And what I like about it is so it's a, it, it's uh, um, once you're done with it, you have a vault, vo- you get a volume, you can put it on there so that way you have it on your bookshelf, like, and you can go and reevaluate yourself, you know, a year later. Totally, of, of a you know, what was I struggling with a year ago, what was I struggling, you know. What have I accomplished? I think it's important to go back
1: and, and recollect. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I was totally struggling with this sin. Mm-hmm. And look, I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. And someday maybe you could give it to your, you know, leave it to your kids if you want to do that. That's why I started journaling. I started journaling specifically. I mean, my
0: initial thought was I want to do it so that way my sons know what I struggled with, you know, what I like, what I was having to do on a day to day basis. Cause I thought that would be a, a good thing to pass on. Yeah, I didn't even think about uh, really the benefits that I was going to receive while journaling. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't really—I wasn't thinking about the benefits that I was wanting. It was more of I just want them to know what I was struggling with and yeah.
1: how how I was combating it. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, so, at the end, there's also a to-do list in here mm-hmm. because we also you know want to make sure we're getting our regular stuff done too. I mean, you don't want to shirk your your duties around the house Mm -hmm. Um, so there's a to-do list in here Um, and at the end there's some very um, just some good prayers Mm -hmm. uh, for you to to know for specific situations like uh, against temptation um, shield against impurity Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff so where do they get it Dave okay so you can go on Amazon the title is the Catholic Man Prayer Journal and if you're a guy who's like, I've never, I've never done a journal
0: before... Just I'd, Google it. I, I think that this would be a great one for you to start with, because it, it literally walks you through, here's how you journal. Yeah, so
1: <laughs> this book, this is 90 days worth of journaling. Um, and so I, if you do this for 90 days... Uh, There's no way your prayer life will not... You will, you, will will definitely not. Have, you will definitely see a transformation. You will at least have clarity about where it is you're, you're struggling Mm-hmm. Which is what we're going to be talking about today, correct? Uh, yeah, yeah. I- so, identifying our, the root sins and do, like dominant. This defects. is it. I mean, it's like when you start writing down, you start journaling because when you write things down, it makes you think about the details of things, you know. And so it has a way of uh, pulling the veil back over Wait. the over the mundane daily stuff. Well, it's almost like an examination of conscience, like, right? On which accident, I'm, which I'm bad about. I'm. I forget to do that a lot to mm-hmm. do the examination of conscience. So if you have a thing, you know, if it's by your bedside or if it's what you know wherever it is, you have it with you, it's hard to forget.
0: Yeah, and uh, so Dave, it's it's regular uh, it's under $30. It's like $28 in, in change yeah. for for 3 months. Mm-hmm. You get to keep it, you get to you know put it on your bookshelf. Uh, but on Lulu right now, go to lulu.com, nice. it's on sale for
1: 14.35. Yeah, so if you just google it yeah, it, it popped up it was the
0: Yeah, so it's called the Catholic Man Prayer Journal. Uh it has for your name. I mean, and it, I I think when, when we're talking about this you know identifying your root sins um it's a vulnerability thing. And I think that's why a lot of guys don't like to journal because it is something that that makes you vulnerable. Yeah. If you want to do it the right way, you have to you know the, and that's the only reason why you should do it is to do it the right way, yeah, you become vulnerable.
1: Yeah, and I think it's one of those things that's hard to get started because you, all right, you get the journal, you have the pen, yeah. and then you open it up and you say, "What am I supposed to write?" Mm-hmm. And you don't know. So I think what you do is you just start writing. I just got this journal, right? Uh, that's what I. That's what uh, I this is. What writing. I want to do. Blah 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 blah. And you just start start going, almost like you're just explaining to yourself why you bought this journal, right? And then all the next thing you know, you're off and running. Mm -hmm. And again, this this was birthed from kind of like
0: our our men's group that we have. We're going to be talking about the men's group at both the Phoenix Conference and in uh, the uh, E6 Men's Conference, how to form men's groups, the importance of them. Uh, This right here is something that kind of is the in-between the men's groups. You know, Mm -hmm. because one thing about conferences is like you get the spiritual high, you're all excited, and then you have to go back to normal life. You know, you go to Crucio, you go to Axe Retreats, you're all excited. Yeah, you're all excited, and then you have to go back, you know, to, to normal life where you can drop really easily Th- these kind of journals are, are are really good at making sure you're not valleying and and keeping that that zeal going till the next the, till the next men's group
1: I agree yes
0: I agree I'm really glad about that All right so when we get back we're going to talk about how Dave is a big sinner and all of his defects I'm really excited about it. More on the Lord's team. The winning side. So raise your glass. Welcome back to the Catholic Man Show. Having a little IPA this evening. Just got done talking about the Catholic Man Prayers Journal. Author is Ken Henderson, our good friend. Uh, we're going to be talking about today identifying our root
1: sin well, and. Did we mention defect. about the prayer journal that the council members? There's a discount. Oh, l- link no, for all. Yeah, but, so if you're a member of the council, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll
0: post the link. Yeah, so. Another reason why to become a council member. Yeah. February 1st. Okay. Going to Patreon. Okay. So uh, this is a topic that we actually discussed um, in November at one of our men's groups. And I thought, actually, you thought this would be a good idea to to discuss as a topic on our show. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: when we we were doing it, I was thinking, hmm, we need to do this on the show.
0: Yeah. I think it's very important to to be able to identify it because you can't apply medicine to something that you don't know you're sick for.
1: Right. Yeah, cuz it it was just very uh practical information. Okay. Good stuff to use. So, so
0: we're going to post this on the show notes, but uh it says uh, and this is this is all from Dan uh Dan Burke from um oh, what is it? Mm-hmm. spiritualdirection.com.
1: Um he's
0: also on EWTN.
1: He's a he's a a good guy, but yeah, so he has a book. If you if you like at the end if you want more information, it is The Rule of 3 in the Battle Against Sin. Okay. By Dan Burke.
0: So he talks about, uh, there's basically three, uh, there's basically three possible root sins. Pride, vanity, and uh, what was the other? Uh, c- sensuality. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I thought it would be good to let's talk just a little bit about what what each of those are.
1: Yeah, I mean, of course, all sin has its, its Ro- roots in pride, in pride. Right. Just like all virtue has its root in charity. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is different... There is a difference between sex, people who struggle with sexual sins versus uh, vain, you know, vanity. Sure.
0: Yeah, and yeah, cause, and we'll talk about it. So let's talk about pride really fast. Pride, it says, in this sense, refers to the disordered attachments of your own excellence. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's the idea of um, what I want, it, you know, the, it's, that, it's that idea of, like, I want God's will to in line with my will, not my will in line with God's will.
1: Right, yeah. And just, you know, you just see yourself as better than... Other people in yeah. general. Uh,
0: saint Isidore, a man, uh, patron saint of farmers, pr- great guy. Uh, he said, "A man." He said, "A man is said to be proud because he wishes to appear above what he really is." And Saint Augustine says, "Pride is the desire for inordinate exaltation." Yeah, Which I think are, are, are both mm-hmm. both rock solid. Yeah. Uh, okay, and then the um, let's see. The next one is, is is, is van- oh, wait, do you have any more you want to say on pride? No, huh? Okay, so the next one is vanity. Vanity is the disordered attachment for the approval of other people. So pride is, you know, the disorder of, of your own excellence. Then vanity is the, the disordered attachment for approval of other people. Yeah. This is one that I struggle with a lot uh, because I want people, like, I'm a people pleaser, you know, I'm a sales um, guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I want people to, you know, I want to know what they want and I want to try to do it, you know. Um, and so I, I struggle with, with this aspect, which is, it's funny. It's like, I struggle with vanity, but it's when I was reading this, it's really because I, I struggle a lot when people like when we, when we post a show and sometimes people disagree with me or disagree with us in general, it's like, well, let's talk this out. You know, it's not, I can't let it go almost. It's almost like it's something that like implants into me and I think about it constantly, um, to the point of it's like, I have to respond. Yeah, um, or if somebody doesn't like
1: what I. I said, think everybody's been there, like on Facebook, where you try not to not to respond, and then the next thing you know, it's been three hours, and you've just that's been in all a, you've been thinking Facebook, about a Facebook debate. Yeah, yeah,
0: and I, so I struggle with that because if people don't, uh, you know, I I want people to like me. I want people to you know enjoy the show. I want people to you know be my friend. You yeah. know, and so when whenever I don't feel like that, they're doing that. Uh, it, it bothers me. And I don't think that's, I mean, I think it's a natural, it may be a natural reaction, but you, it can be definitely disordered to the point of it's not allowing you to do what you're called to do. Right. And you almost like, you know, the, it gets so far disordered, you sacrifice your own principles and your own beliefs in order to align with, you know, what people want you to
1: do. Mm-hmm. Y- yeah. And of course, you know, it's resignation, resignation to God's will is, you know, typically the solution for just about everything, right? You know, and so you know, for your case, oh, uh, I was wrong. You know, God be praised that you pointed right. And that's it, actually that one of the remedies that, of that it you is, pointed it out. Yeah, thank you. And
0: yeah, that's one of the remedies is admitting that you're wrong quickly. Right when and you
1: when you know you're wrong, admitting you're wrong and doing it quickly. And it's so hard to do because you have to just view your own reputation as totally like I, I put zero value in it. You know, like I'm put a lot more weight in the oh good you pointed out that I was wrong like that's wonderful yeah and, and that's not something... without giving any thought to the fact that makes you look bad you know mm-hmm. it's
0: yeah but when you when you get so far to where you're you you sacrificing to... your own I mean that that's what New York's doing right now right you have you have a governor who is sacrificing his morals for the sake of the people you know of, of, yeah. of, of the common the or popular... sacrificing
1: what you presume his morals to be Yeah, since that's he's what I Catholic hope.
0: But... yeah But I mean, you can see how that that, that, that snowball gets big quickly. Yeah. Um, And so the last one is, so we had pride, which is uh, attachment to your own excellence. Uh, Vanity, which is attachment to other people's liking towards you. And then sensuality is the disordered attachment of comfort, which is like what we've talked about before. Uh, You know, it's effeminacy.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what it is. And effeminacy is not feminine. It's not being girly. It's being soft, you know, just desiring pleasures of the flesh, whether food, com- you know, soft. Yeah. But the opposite of, of,
0: of perseverance. Yes. It's unwilling to do the arduous for the sake of sacrificing the pleasure.
1: Right, because you want the pleasures of, of life. Of the comfort. Right, and you don't want to do hard things... So St. Thomas says them.
0: for a man to be ready to forsake a good on accounts of difficulties which he cannot endure. Mm-hmm. So I mean uh I and I think that, that that's a huge issue with with what we have going on today. That's why you know yeah. men aren't being men, dads aren't being the, the dads are supposed to be, the husbands are supposed to be because they're comfortable. Yeah. And this th- world in today's world it makes it very hard not to be comfortable because I mean we have AC. We have, you know, all these leisures. Like, we don't have to go to the well for water.
1: Yeah. The first world is comfortable all the time. Right. You know, and, and I think proof of this, not necessarily the comfort thing, but just that effeminacy exists, are the fact that men wear skinny jeans. And what is even worse, <laughs> what is even worse is I have seen this, uh, it, it sickens me. It just, I am just repulsed by that that men there are men out there wearing yoga pants in public i kid you not i first saw it at the gym and then recently i saw this hipster dude he had a beard and it's like how dare you sir wear a beard and he had a nice beard and it's like you don't deserve that beard sir they're not even worth uh, wearing and you know i don't know that i'm not gonna call them yoga pants but you know they're the they're they're, they're yoga they're yoga pants right and wear, wearing them in public. It's like, what's wrong with you? Right. You, so I just want to tell you this. If, if you're listening to our show right now, and you're a man, and you own a pair of these pants, you should be ashamed of yourself. No one's doing that, I that just listens to our show. I mean, like, maybe there's someone in We're the digressing background. big time. No one's doing I that. I just want our... to point that out. Okay. Do you feel better? I do. It's, it needed to be
0: done. Okay. Uh, do we want to talk about how they uh, manifest, or do we want to talk about
1: overcoming the root? Uh, let's talk about how they manifest for the rest of the segment, and then we'll we'll move on to overcoming. Okay, so several different ways of of how how these
0: uh, manifest. I'll let you I'll let
1: you. Okay, so pr- uh, pride. Obviously, you have a very high opinion of yourself. Right. You think that you're better than everyone else. Um, you get annoyed when people contradict you. Um, you will maybe get angry mm-hmm. uh, because how dare you treat me that way? You know that's. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a very common i mean there's pride in all of us right i think but what we're talking about here is like yes oh i have some of that i have some of that but w- there will be one thing in your life that this is your root sin mm-hmm. and that's what you should work on don't work on this the peripheral stuff in hopes to like slow you know that's one strategy like oh, i'm gonna slowly take back ground no don't do that mm-hmm. go for the root right you you just go straight for the heart of and the, the only way, I mean, you do that by focusing on the good. You focus on the virtue. Right, and that doesn't mean that you'll just be able to, boom, do it like that. No. You'll have to build strength. I mean, this, or this could be a, a whole whole lifetime Yeah, and, and you will. it will be slowly taking ground against that virtue. But by doing that, the other stuff on the periphery, if you know what I mean by that, mm-hmm. just like those other sins that aren't as big of a deal, they will naturally be defeated. Okay. Don't you think?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, again, I think it's all about focusing on the good, like focusing on the virtue. It's the whole idea of like, you don't focus on what's fake, you focus on what's real. And then by focusing on what's real,
1: you're able to see immediately what's fake. Yeah. So people who are pride, they don't like to serve other people prideful they don't like to right well
0: they think the whole world revolves around that i mean they they should be
1: serving them is what they think yeah right
0: and i mean i do that sometimes i mean it's really hard when you're on the highway and it's all backed up and there's that lane on the left that you can you can keep going and cut in front of everybody else at the very end you know and it's like well it's gonna save me time but you're just assuming that your time is more valuable than everybody else in the line i know and it's like uh, it's only because i'm prideful and thinking that I'm more important than everybody else here in this line. That my time is more important, and so I'm going to do it. I know, dude. All right, we, let's let's talk about vanity. Okay. Um. So, what are some of the? Uh. Always. Uh, always. Again, it, it goes back to always wanting to be praised, being like you know, uh, wanting people to like you, wanting people mm-hmm. to, uh, uh, also like, easily like, obsessing about your appearance. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think that that, that has a lot to do with it. Uh. And then the last one. Uh, right here. We'll we'll talk about it more when we come back for the break Okay Um, We're on the Lord's team The winning side Yeah, so raise your glass Yeah, let's do that Yeah, I like that Welcome back to the Catholic Man Show. I'm David Niles. Here with Mr. Prideful Adam Minahan. We're drinking some Big Wheel IPA, product of Oklahoma. Oklahoma City, you said. Norman. Norman. Southmore.
0: Mm Mm-hmm, as we like to call it.
1: Okay, Uh, let's wrap up the the manifestations. The last one is sensuality. Mm Mm-hmm. So we talked
0: about pride. We talked about uh, vanity, and now we're talking about sensuality. Yeah.
1: So sloth sl- or sloth—that's yeah. uh, just laziness. Laziness. Yeah. That's a manifestation. being content. Like
0: it's the opposite of the virtue of magnificence, which we've talked about before on the show. Mm-hmm. It's you know we're all called to you know to proclaim the kingdom to to to, to, to do great things. I mean, Christ yeah. said that we were going to do great things, greater than He did. Mm-hmm. You know, which in the, is weird. I know that's such a weird
1: bible verse anyway uh but uh, also these people tend to be whiners and complainers yeah Yeah. complain whine, oh everything you know it's like nothing's ever good enough for them i think we've all known people like that it's like man it doesn't matter how good things go for you you just like to complain about it don't you Mm -hmm. also these people have a um lack of control in their lives uh not that anybody can control outside stuff but they cannot control their will they cannot control their thoughts when they, when they start to be taken by, um, you know, maybe a line of thinking, whether mm-hmm. it's impure thoughts or whatever. They have very little control over resisting them. Mm-hmm. And that's just because they indulge, indulge, indulge all the time mm-hmm. that they have no practice training their of, will.
0: Of, de, of denying. Yeah. Okay. So, keto overcome these vices.
1: So, you think about this, and we're going to, like I said, this is from a document that our buddy Ken Henderson put together. And we're going to be posting it in the show notes. So, um, check it out, read it over, because you should really, if you don't know what it is already, you should think about what is your, your uh, root sin. Mm-hmm. Okay, because we're trying to get to heaven. Um, someday, when you go to and you're at your judgment, you are going to wish. That you had done this more, mm-hmm. uh, focused on your interior life, put your spiritual life first, right? Um, so, one of the things that uh, Dan talks about in his book, and I think he pulls this from Saint Catherine, okay, um, Sienna of Sienna, yes, mm-hmm. okay, is the rule of three when it comes to overcoming a a sin. Okay, okay. he uh, what she said is that if you attempt three times. Mm-hmm. To overcome a, a sin or a vice, without success or without making significant uh, progress, significant progress, mm-hmm. then most likely you cannot do it on your own. That's a that's a hot take. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and I think it is. Uh, so what they're saying is you need help. Mm-hmm. Um, and so God revealed this to Saint Catherine of Siena, in that, and that He was showing I could have given you everything that you need, mm-hmm. but I didn't. Nobody has. All the, I mean, with the exception of Mary, mm-hmm. nobody has all, all the virtues. Right? No, nobody it's has. Because,
0: it's because we all need each other, right? We're all part of the body well, of Well, that's what
1: he told St. Catherine is that because he wanted us to depend on each other. Right. Uh, because it it gives we us. We need u- community. Yeah, it gives us Tie unity. back to the first segment. Exactly. Boom. Exactly. So there are really three levels in the um, spiritual life there's the purgative, mm-hmm. there's the illuminative, and then there's the unitive. Okay, so most people never get out of the purgative phase, which is that's where you learn to stop sinning, right? Dude, can I read this really fast? I know like yeah. it's it's really it's really sure. quick. It's from
0: uh, the spiritual doc, uh, doctrine of Father Louis. The lament, Maybe it's a book that I've been reading, but uh, it's it, it's phenomenal. Landolin. It, it, it's it's talking <laughs> it's talking about venial sins, okay, and and the importance of you know. Because we kind of like slough off venial sins sometimes, right? It's like yeah. oh, oh, just oh, venial, just, just yeah. venial. It's a no big deal. So here's what he says: the multiplication of venial sins is the destruction of souls, causing the dimming of divine lights and inspirations, those interior graces and consolations, and the fervor and courage which are all needed to resist the assaults of the enemy.
1: That's Damn. that's pretty bold. I mean, you that, want your divine that, divine lights to be dimmed?
0: Yeah. No. I mean, and inspiration's like, so it's, again, it goes back to, I think, you know, that's why I don't like that quote uh, that Venerable Fulton Sheen, which I, I'm a big fan of Fulton Sheen, but he, he he said that quote on, like, what's it like to hear the the nun's uh, confession? He's like, it's like being stoned to death with popcorn. It's like, it kind of makes light of what venial sins are. And I think that's a, a common thing that we do, at least for me, like, I, I don't try to perfect those, the venial sin, or you know, uh, not do the venial yeah. sins, yeah. yeah. Like so, I mean, should. I think
1: you have to, I think he would say, Well, that's not what I mean. I think he would say, from his perspective, the fact that these people are bringing these sins, uh, you know, and this is what they have to confess, right? You know, what a joy it is to be in their presence and to hear these confessions I know, about I, people who are so holy. And you know, so I, you, just, but I agree. If you, if you take it that way, right, it is kind of like a little scandalous, right?
0: And it's only because I think we just again minimize the importance of being able to root out venial sins, right? Which you can't advance in a spiritual life without doing that.
1: Yeah. So because we know we don't have everything that we need, we have to depend on each other. This is why brotherhood is so important. Mm-hmm. I mean, you we, you mentioned community, but you know, here for us, the Catholic Man Show. uh, brotherhood because your uh, men have a way of holding each other to account mm-hmm. in a way that women, women don't hold us to. I mean, your wives certainly my, you know, our wives certainly hold us to account mm-hmm. in many good ways, mm-hmm. but um, you know, it's, it's your brother. It's your best friend. He's going to be the one to just like, Hey, you need to, you know, cut get it o- out. You need to get off your butt mm-hmm. and get to work, you right. know, like, yeah, just, and then when they say it to you, it's like, oh, one thing
0: that oh, okay. uh, one of yeah. the, uh, a deacon here in the Tulsa diocese, he, he he said one time, we don't ask people how how their prayer life is going enough. You know, so every once in a while, I'll, you know, when I walk up to somebody, I even asked your wife this just the other day. I said, hey, Pamela, how's your prayer life? What'd she say? She said, it's going really well. Oh, good. And it's like, glad to hear that. Uh, but th- that's something that, you know, guys don't talk about enough. It's like, dude, so how's your prayer life? You know, what do you like?
1: What are you struggling with?
0: How, how, how are you doing?
1: Right. Yeah. So, um, this is kind of like what you read there just a minute ago that, you know, venial sins cloud your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, sin, this says, sin clouds the heart and the mind. Um, because these small, this the, you know, Satan doesn't come in often where you, he wants, he doesn't want to be noticed. Right. You know, he wants to be the, the frog in the pot. We're mm-hmm. just slowly turning up the temperature until the next thing you realize, you know, you're boiling. In hell. Yeah. So I mean, dare we hope that... No, never mind, I'm just
0: joking. Don't, yeah. don't.
1: I'm sorry. Go ahead, keep going. Don't do that. Keep going. <laughs> uh, so we have to be vigilant mm-hmm. against these sins. So, you know, there's, the like I said, a purgative, the illuminative, mm-hmm. and then the unitive. Um, and it's when you get to the unitive stage, if we get to the unitive stage, because I think most people don't, most people don't get there in their life right uh that's when you're able to contemplate God um and so is that what saint Paul says like prayer without ceasing? do you think that's what i don't know I think I don't know he seems to there's a lot of takes on that mm-hmm. you know there's some people say oh well it's the it's the divine office, you know to be praying mm-hmm. always that's what but anyway um, okay. I just didn't know but that. yeah i mean i would I would certainly think that the mystics you know I think of saint faustina uh she was always. Always in communication with God, yeah, interiorly, making aware of His presence at all times, right? Exactly, yeah. So, and and that is absolutely possible because mm-hmm. growing up, I thought, oh well, you can't not sin, you know, you just can't do that, mm-hmm. and that's not true, right? No, it is. God's grace is absolutely is capable of of perfecting you in this life. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if you are struggling, if, so if you are struggling with these sins. That whole rule of
0: three, right? Say that again to make sure that everybody
1: understands. So if you're a, if you attempt three times to overcome a, a certain a vice or a sin without uh, success or significant progress, mm-hmm. so even if you make like okay, make good progress. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you can't if you can't do that after three tries, you're probably incapable of doing it on your own, and you need help from At, of some accountability. Sort. Uh, spiritual direction is so important. Confession, yeah, can regular confession, of course, mm-hmm. all, all the Staying sacraments, close to the
0: sacraments, absolutely,
1: okay. But to me, when I first heard that, I was like, "Wow, well, I guess I need a lot of help then." Because well, you do, you know. There's a lot of there's a lot of <laughs> things I've tried thirty three times to overcome without right. without success. What are they, Dave? There's a lot, man. So many. Name one. I'm just joking. Go I, ahead. I, I couldn't do that. I want to. I don't want jo- sc- to scandalize yeah. the. Uh, The audience. audience. Okay, fair enough. But I will uh, allow you to name one (laughs) of uh, of your own. Um, You want to read that part? No. Okay. Well, how did you like that? (laughs) I mean, this part's just talking about how we don't have everything that we need. So, like, we all have blind spots, especially uh, when it comes to our own selves. You know, it's right under our nose, so you don't you don't see it. Mm -hmm. Um, But doing this journal that we talked about. Is is those are kinds of activities that I think really shed light on our souls. When you're writing it down, I'm telling you, writing things down just has a way of bringing clarity mm-hmm. to, to the subject. Especially when you're writing down your own feelings, you might or your own struggles. You might write something down and realize, like, wow, I just wrote that. You know, I just said it out. You know, sort of out loud. Mm-hmm. Uh, that this is my problem. I did not think that was my problem, but yet here I am. Now I know this is what I need to work on, mm-hmm. um, and it takes it takes humility for sure. Because yeah, man, uh, I always want to say no, I don't have that problem. Oh, I don't have that problem. I right. I think I think to myself, I got a lot of problems, but I don't have any of those. Yeah, you can not, list not them. All. what that guy has? You can list them all, and I said, no, I don't have that one. Right, but I know that's not true. Right.
0: Okay. Well, we'll post this on the show notes. Uh, what we went What we went over today. We talked. Uh, had a little bit of IPA. Go get the Catholic man's prayer journal. Uh, Google that. Get on Lulu right now for under 15 bucks. Great deal. Or on the Lord's team.
1: The winning side.
0: So raise your glass.
1: And cheers to Jesus.